Hey South Plains, Amanda McAfee with Lubbock Area United Way. Today on the podcast, we have invited our 2021 campaign chair, Mark Griffin, and our vice president for the annual campaign, Lynn Owens, to join us to talk about all things United Way campaign. The campaign kicks off this Thursday, August 26th, and it's your opportunity to find out the impact that United Way makes across the South Plains and give whatever you can to make that difference. You're going to hear Mark talk about all the reasons that he has signed up for this volunteer role, which I can tell you is a really difficult volunteer role. And we are so appreciative for the many, many men and women over the years, over 75 years, who have stepped into this role and stepped up in a big way for United Way because they know it's important and they know that United Way and the impact that our organization has in the community matters to have a successful and thriving community. We love getting to hear from our volunteers and their perspective on why they're involved with United Way. And I think you're really going to like Mark's perspective and learn a lot from him as to why he thinks United Way is important in our community. So I really hope that you enjoy this conversation with Lynn and Mark. All right, Lynn, Mark, thanks so much for being on the Giving People Hope podcast with us. Glad to be here. My pleasure. Thanks. Well, good. So, Mark, you are a 2021 campaign chair. It fell to you to be the campaign chair in the middle of our 75th anniversary. Um, how? Tell us a little bit about you and how you ended up in the role. Well, uh, I'm a Lubbock native, born and raised here. I've lived here effectively all my life and raised my family here. So this is home. As far as how I came to be the chairman this year, obviously Glenn and his team go out at least two years in advance, so you can't claim you've got something on your calendar for that, that two years. <laughs> and he brought with him uh, a number of former chairmen, uh, all of whom I have the highest regard for and respect, and they we had a conversation, and out of that conversation, I had... I determined that I would do that because we've not, while we've engaged in the campaign and been investors in the United Way, we, nobody and nobody in our company or me particularly have taken any type of leadership role per se. So I guess that the timing was right for that. And I'm, I'm, as I've said before, I'm so pleased that I said, yes, this has been a wonderful experience for me. Well, I'm so glad it's been a wonderful experience. The campaign has not kicked off yet, so hopefully you're still saying that at the end of it. Um, we certainly hope. Lynn, why don't you tell folks a little bit about then your role? You're our vice president for the annual campaign, and what, what does that mean? Well, that means that I have the opportunity to work with a great group of volunteers who cover multiple areas across town, um, across our community to help raise funds for our annual campaign every year so that we can help fund our 23 partner agencies. Very succinctly, she's probably told us what she's done before and knows how knows how to explain that to other people at this time. Um, and she really has been, Lynn, have you been here how many years now? 14 years, so this makes my 15th campaign. 15th campaign, and you've been in the vice president position for annual campaign for? Five years. Five years. Um does an incredible job that she said that very succinctly, but the, the amount of moving parts that go into running the United Way annual campaign is unbelievable. And y'all know us of running the campaign August through the end of November. The campaign is really a year round thing. As soon as we finish up at the end of November, um, in fact, 
y'all are already meeting with our next year's chair this week. I think you already told me. So yes, we're already yeah. getting started on 2022. So Mark, jumping back to you, you um, used a particular word when you said um, that you and Claudia, your wife, have been involved in the United Way. You said investor. And I think that's just such a unique and important word. So explain to me what you mean when you say you've been a United Way investor. Well, the reason I used that term was the fact that all the dollars that are raised in the campaign are actually invested and are part of the budgets of these 23 agencies. And when I talk about the concept of investment is that we give, we give some fuel to that engine at that particular agency to change lives, to provide a healing hand, a guiding light, whatever capacity that they are charged with. And in my mind, then the return on that investment is a better community, a healthier community, a more wholesome community, and an educated community. So when I use the term investor, I actually not only intended to mean dollars going into a particular agency, but also a return on that, which manifests itself in the good for the good love of community. Yeah, it's an ongoing thing. Something that you're investing now, but we see the rewards for, and we see the impact of years and years in advance, or years and years beyond. I mean, right now we're at 75 years, hopefully in another 75 years, we see the results of what the work we've done today is. Um, so you have gotten to be, we just mentioned that the 2022 chair is having her first meeting this week um, to start working on 2022. And we are we are recording a week before the kickoff. So mid-August, getting started on 2022. You got started around this time in 2020. And of course, we were in a very different environment then. So th things things look think got a, rolling a little bit different for you. But first, first step that we always start with with our chair is go meet our agencies, go meet our community partners. And I've heard you talk a number of times about those visits that you got to go on. Share, share a little bit about that experience um, and what you learned. Well, it, yes, I think I began in December of 2020. And into January were my scheduled times to, to go visit each and every one of those agencies. And the very first one was the Catholic Family Charities. And that really kind of gave me a launch pad, if you will, to to, to go see the others because I got to understand through them the extreme hardship and the barriers that the COVID created for this community and how they had to really get creative to be able to impact and to serve and to access those who needed the, the, the benefits that these people could provide. A common thread throughout all my visits, whether it was children's advocacy or literacy Lubbock, or any of the agencies, was the ability, the innate ability and the genius of these directors and their teams to get to yes to these people. If they couldn't do it, they were going to find another agency who could, who could help. And so not only were they intent on making and serving that need, that particular family or that particular person, if they were, were not capable, they were going to collaborate with another agency and, and find a way to get the healing and the blessing and the encouragement, the direction to that person who needed it. And that I came away 
profoundly impacted and impressed with how we do yeah, I think I think that's one of the things, you know, we we've talked we talk around here that United Way is our greatest tool is a table. And from the beginning of COVID, we started pulling our agencies around the table. We see them do that. They pull each other around that table and, and connect with. And that was happening well before the pandemic. It's we continued to see that happening this year and, and well beyond. Um, you you talk a common thread is, is we've heard you present um, is the idea of, of stories and the stories that you've heard and learned, whether it be one of those community partners you've talked to or a CEO at one of the companies that's close and worked with us. Why does, why does the word story um, come out to you so much as, you are, as you're talking to folks? I think there's two reasons for me that, that the, the concept of the story is so important. Number one, it engages the speaker with the subject. And what I mean by that is there's a particular injection or connection, if you will, between the subject matter and the speaker because of their story that they're telling and how it impacted them. Secondly, the aspect of the story is so very important. It can be motivational and it can be educational to those who would hear it. So it, it serves a twofold purpose. It engages the speaker, but it also it enlightens and encourages the listener. So I encourage early on in the campaign, uh, the volunteers and the staff to be particularly sensitive and engaged in hearing and listening and appreciating the stories of these particular agencies and the magical work that they do each and every day. Because I, I cannot remember one agency that I visited that I did not come away with that director telling me a story about a particular person or a particular incident or a particular aspect of what they do and how it made it all worthwhile. So that's where if you've heard our campaign theme so far this year, inspiring new stories every day, that's exactly where that came from is hearing hearing you talk about those stories and that impact of story. And I think it's it's such a good connection to our 75 years that we're 75 years of stories, but there's still new stories that are happening every day and we remain a relevant agency. Um, when thinking of those stories, uh, we have we have several new people that have started on the United Way staff in, in the last couple of months as things have kind of transitioned. Um, one of our newest folks is our new uh, campaign associate, Will, um, who started yesterday as we're recording this. Um, and one of the first things that you did was send Will out on an agency tour. Um, the city of Lubbock, their coordinators are out on agency tours this week, and you sent him this morning to go on that agency tour. Why, when you're thinking about training somebody new, why did, why did that matter and why did that come up? So it worked out perfectly that he was coming on to start work this week with us. Um, and with those being available, I wanted him to do what some of our other volunteers get to do and go out and see the agencies and hear about the work that they do because that's why we do what we do on our side and raising the money is knowing what services are being offered and how people are being helped and how many people are being helped. And the other thing I think that always impacts me when I go each year is hearing the stories of how they interact with each other, how the um, partner agencies just like, um, was mentioned earlier that they connect and they work with clients across the spectrum. They don't, you know, if they can't do it, someone, they'll find another agency that can. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I think that's so great that, I mean, I, w- I was off yesterday. I came back in and I barely got to say hi to Will on his first day because he's headed off to do an agency tour. And I think that's, that is the heartbeat of what we do. And if we as a staff and we involve as volunteers involved in the campaign, don't grab onto that, then, then we're just spinning our wheels. I mean, what are, what are the point, what's the point in raising all this money if it's not for the impact that's being, being made? And I think a lot of times we're real good at talking about the campaign and we need money, but not always as good about saying why we need the money. And, and that's exactly it. And that's why it's done. So Y'all, y'all are the experts in the room then when it comes to the campaign, our best volunteer for the campaign and, and our inside person um, directing the campaign. Why should people be paying attention this year? Why should people be involved with the United Way campaign and, and consider, consider volunteering and consider giving? So in my opinion, um, I think knowing the work that we do and how it is impacting our community is a good reason to be a part of us that change is happening and that we um, aren't stagnant in our work and what we do as United Way. We do watch what's going on and we research and we learn and um, adapt as we go. So we are constantly um, checking ourselves and making sure and then making sure that where that money goes is spent wisely and people can feel good about themselves knowing that a that they are helping others but they also might be getting help themselves um, through this process I, th- I think probably if everyone in the community had a chance to do what i've had the honor of doing which is seeing each one of the agencies touring those agencies whatever a goal we set will be reached very that can't happen. Obviously, it's not going to happen. So the way that they can volunteer, if you will, or the way that they can invest is through these contributions. And they've got to believe we've our stories. They've got to trust our judgment. But, but, but also, just as importantly, I think it molds and melds them into the community. When you are doing an act of generosity and benevolence, if you will, with through your investment in United Way, you're saying yes to this community. And all you're doing is saying, I want to give these agencies the ability to say yes. I do not want them to say no. I can't be there to help them in any other way, but I can here. I can do it here. I can make this gift. I can make this investment. I can volunteer this time. And all I'm doing is allowing them or giving those agencies and those directors and those teams the ability to touch lives to heal and to direct and educate so it's an engagement with the community we live here if we're going to be here let's try to make it the very best we can and one way to do that is through involvement in the united way people say give till it hurts no i want you to give till it feels real good i think that (laughs) i think that's the attitude we should have in this campaign I think there's so much hope in that. I, I mean, I think coming off of the last couple of years and the things that have happened, like we really do live in an awesome place. I mean, the South Plains really is just a phenomenal place. You hear people say that all of the time that, you know, people say, well, why would you choose to live in Lubbock? Why would you choose to be in the South Plains? And the people who are here, they have really good reasons for being here. And I think part of that is we do have that community understanding and that community aspect. And I think sometimes we just don't know 
okay, I want to be in this community. I want to be a contributing member of this community. What, what's that step to yes that you were talking to? How, how do I get to that step to yes and be involved and be engaged in that community? Um, so through the campaign, there's a lot of ways to give in particular. And I think first, first saying the size of the gift is not what matters. The giving is what matters, right? That you actually make the gift. Any size gift can make a significant difference. Um, but Lynn, let's talk a little bit about the different ways that people can actually give their gift. And we, there many, we make it real easy to give to United Way. There's so many ways. <laughs> there are. Um, if you're in a workplace campaign and your company offers the opportunity to give through that, that's an easy way to um, make a pledge through your payroll and um, give to us that way. Or you could do a bank draft. Um, if you're not in a workplace campaign, we do have an online aspect on our um, website, liveunitedlubbock.org. You can go on and donate there with a credit card, and you can make about a one-time gift or a monthly um, payment on that. You can call our office, and we can help you. Um, we have lots of um, different avenues. Um, today, we're kicking off our special gifts division, which affects um, retirees that have, were in the workplace or were attached to us somewhere along the way, but continue to give. Um, so we reach out to them by phone and um, ask for their pledges um, through the campaign. And we also have a golf tournament that um, will be held on September 20th, um, teams of four, morning flight, afternoon flight, and we do still have some um, availability there. So they could actually come out, learn a little bit more about United Way, participate in the golf tournament, and still be doing good for the community um, through that. Yeah. Uh, and really, I think you just had to kind of hit the tip of the iceberg. We can figure out any way that you want to give. We'll, we'll be happy to um, give you the every opportunity to um, invest in, in United Way. And because we believe in the work we're doing and because we think it's important, we think it matters and, and we know that it matters. I mean, 2020, that's 115,000 times that we um, have impacted lives in the South Plains and uh, Jeff Klotzman is a volunteer that put this in perspective for me, but Jones Stadium is told 60,000. So we fill up Jones Stadium twice every every year with the number of people that are helped in our community. And there's so much potential for helping more. Um, there are so many people in our community that are living just on the edge and they never know when they're going to need help. That's, that's what we saw happen in the last years. You never know when you might need the support of something or, or even just you know, my, my kid um, will start pre-K um, at Lubbock ISD this week, but we've we've been at the Y since he was itty bitty. And that gave us an affordable child care option, even though we may not be ourselves in a, in a place that um, we're really struggling every day with our expenses. Just having that little extra support because child care is real expensive all the way across the board. And that, that matters and what our community partners are doing matters. Um, Mark, this is an opportunity to just kind of get to say whatever you want to say about your experience with United Way. So what, what's been one of the best things so far about getting to be involved? Well, as you, as you mentioned, just the reminder of the, the quality and the depth of commitment that exists in this community for this campaign, for this organization. And I guess what I would say is that I think it's important that each person who has an opportunity consider very carefully how they want to impact on this campaign. This is a special year, 75 years of, of, of giving hope, uh, providing
providing healing, of shining a bright light to those who need it in our community. And I would just ask that people strongly consider how they can help us say yes each and every time. And as you mentioned, the amount is not as significant as the intent and the commitment. And we, we can assure you that this organization will be very good stewards of what's given. And this investment will manifest itself in a healthier, happier, more wholesome community. That's what we want. That's why we live here. And all we're doing is just sustaining the reputation, if you will, of what this community is. And as you mentioned, I, I would suspect a lot of folks know somebody or even have family members who've accessed one of these agencies. They know firsthand exactly what I'm speaking of. And they know the impact and the importance of it. So, again, let's—I hope they would consider till they do. Well, we'll finish it out the way that we always do because this is the Giving People Hope podcast. I always ask, what's giving you hope? So, Lynn, let's start with you. What's giving you hope today? Um, the team that we get to work with right now, and um, how inspired they are for our partner agencies and for our community. That really helps me keep going every day as I come in and I hear from them and they're um, just so very encouraging, but just so very positive about the outlook of our community and being a part of this um, work that we do. Fantastic. Mark, what about you? I think what drives me and gives me hope each and every day is the commitment of the agencies Mm -hmm. to their constituents every day. They show up and they do the work of, of healing and guiding and counseling and providing and that's what gives me hope. And it encourages me. It inspires me. And if they're willing to do that, how can we not give them the tools to allow them to perform a task, which they do so very, very well? Fantastic. Lynn, Mark, thank you all so much for coming on the podcast. Um, it's really been good to hear y'all's perspective. And we'll be kicking off August 26th. And everything will start rolling and going from there. And we, Lubbock, we need your help. We appreciate your help. Give until it feels real good. Thank you, guys. Thank you.